Thank you very much uh, for that, Yasmin. I have a double apology uh, to give before I start. First is really, I'm, I'm sorry that it's me and not my wife, Kishwar, who is appearing before you to make a presentation on uh, the Partition uh, Museum in Amritsar. She is, as it were, she conceived and worked hard, founded and accomplished uh, the establishment of the world's first partition museum uh, in, a, in a proper location. Uh, she cannot be here. That's another apology. She cannot be here because, uh, as, as happens uh, in women's lives, she has elderly parents and she has many multiple uh, responsibilities uh, than, uh, than I do. So uh, I have been deputed to uh, do the job. Now, uh, I'm, I'm technologically very backward, so you're not going to be shown any fancy films. Uh, but we have distributed, I don't know if everybody has got the one little feuilleton, uh, which is uh, available, and I shall refer to it uh, as and when. Uh, let, let me say this, that uh, this partition museum uh, opened, well, it had a soft opening, <coughs> in uh, last November, uh, October, November, uh, when four galleries were ready, uh, and uh, the, the then Deputy Chief Minister of Punjab, uh, 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 Sukhbir Badal, opened, and then later on, the Finance Minister Arun Jaitley came, and the Chief Minister came, and all that. And so we had a soft opening. And then on August 17th of this year, we had a proper uh, opening by the new Chief Minister of Punjab, uh, uh, Captain Amrinder Singh. Now, 17th of August is the day the boundaries were published. In his infinite wisdom, uh, Mountbatten decided that people should enjoy 15th of August before they were revealed as to which country they belonged to. You know, why, why make them sad? So, you know, people have spent their life in anxiety, and uh, at, at least in Punjab, as well as in Bengal, there were villages which didn't know until the last minute whether they were going to be in India or Pakistan. And uh, there was some additional tragedy because of that. Uh, the museum has been conceived and realized and very much uh, to record the memories and experiences of those who suffered from partition. You know, 17, it, it could be 17 million, it could be 18 million people crossed over on either side in Punjab alone. Uh, and it's the largest human movement uh, in the world ever. Uh, and, uh, of course, there are, there are moments in Bengal as well, which uh, I may come to uh, later on. But that is a big, big uh, uh, movement, and it took place within sort of four months, uh, four, four to five months. And an immense cost in human lives, in human inconvenience, especially women played quite a big price for, uh, for the movement, both from their own communities who insisted that they die rather than lose their honor, uh, or as they were transiting by other people who, who attacked them and so on. One of the features in the museum which has attracted a lot of attention 
is the reproduction of a well. Uh, and there are, there are uh, saris hanging in from the ceiling going into that because that is a tribute to the women who often just jumped in the wells and committed suicide. Uh, and in a sense, we, we very much want to honor those memories of what people actually experience. So the, the museum is now in 16 galleries. It is in a wing of the Amritsar Town Hall. Amritsar Town Hall was built uh, early in the 20th century, around about uh, the First World War time. It has a bell which was cast in 1897, and that bell was rung at the moment of opening the museum on the 17th of August. Uh, and there is a wing. And uh, the Punjab government uh, was, uh, you know, generously gave uh, the building to uh, the Arts and Cultural Heritage Trust, TAT, which was set up by Kishwar, uh, mainly in order to uh, create uh, the museum. I mean, I can, I can tell you the hassle in trying to get anything done through any government in India is absolute hell. Uh, and uh, the problem was that uh, while the Punjab government was very, very uh, helpful, saying, you know, choose a building, any building. We saw about seven or eight buildings, thanks to Prakashing Badal. But then we had to tender for this building. And uh, as it turned out that, you know, also the problem, their online stuff was out of date and all that. We tendered. And then we were the only application for tender. So while we got it, they said, no, you have to tender again because we meant you avoid the impression it's an insider job. Uh, actually, someone said, why don't you generate another application and there'll be two and then we can give it to you. <laughs> you know, you know, this is, this, uh, you know, our, our, our name will be mud. It is re, uh, unnecessary. Anyway, after two uh, applications, we got, the thing was being refurbished under an ADB grant, Asian Dolom grant. The grant had been spent on other things. It was a bit of a shortage of money. And we only got the refurbishment done by each opening. Each opening meant that some chief minister was coming, so people worked very hard to finish this. Uh, uh, and, and so uh, the, the theme of uh, this particular museum is starting from the syncretic Punjab, the undivided Punjab, which had a, a culture, which for a rich culture in which there was not only the Hindu, Muslim, Sikh, uh, you know, joined uh, sort of art and music and dance and other things. But there was a sort of a, uh, well, a sort of harmony a prevalent for a long time. And then we go through the process of which the partition discussions come. And then uh, when partition happens, the, the transition of the people from here to there or from there to here uh, so there's refugee camps. We tried to reproduce a refugee camp uh, as it would be. And then as they go through the refugee camp, then the question is, uh, they come out and they get rehabilitated. Uh, so the whole story is from starting from, uh, from the syncretic Punjab through early discussions of partition, partition itself, refugee, uh, refugees moving across, 
and then how they rehabilitate. And the last gallery is called the Gallery of Hope. Because we also uh, want to point out that quite a number of people who left everything behind were able to come onto this uh, Indian side and and you know sort of really restore their own fortunes. And, and we have example of quite a few uh, people, uh, you know, the the hero uh, motorcycle uh, family. Uh, they they are they are uh, people who came and had nothing left, everything behind and restored themselves. So, I mean, there are, there are a lot of those examples. Now, there is an interesting part here that we don't have the other museum, which should be about people who went from, uh, from east to west in Punjab. And everybody says, but why didn't you do that? And I think that is a way of never accomplishing anything. Uh, because if you also want to start to do that, especially given the atmosphere in both countries, all hell will break loose if you started getting you know, money from Pakistan. So we have done this. We have friends who, have, uh, who are on in, as, as trustees of the museum who are in Lahore, and we're hoping that something will happen, but that is true. Now, um, as I said, we don't actually go into the politics of who said what to whom, and was it a great tragedy or whatnot. But what we do have is a, a number of uh, newspaper articles, reports, uh, uh, so diaries, and so on, and especially quite a lot about Ratcliffe. Uh, of Ratcliffe. Uh, you know, I, I, I think I'm the only person, living person who has some sympathy for Ratcliffe. Nobody else has any, but uh, I, people don't, he was chosen precisely because he didn't know anything about India. Uh, the logic being that had anybody served in India and been appointed, he would have been suspected of bias on one side or the other. So he had to be somebody you know, who was very competent, he was like a lawyer, uh, and he had to be sprung into this completely. He was, he couldn't have been told beforehand, otherwise, you know, he just happens to be then so inducted. And we have uh, the papers of one of the, uh, one of the people who was on the Boundary Commission in uh, Punjab uh, with, with uh, Ratcliffe and his uh, children and grandchildren have recorded their memories of uh, how uh, uh, Justice uh, Teja Singh uh, was an, an, uh, was a part of uh, the Ratcliffe uh, mission, and we have detailed maps of how uh, the Sikh community wanted a different kind of partition line across Punjab. The Congress <coughs> wanted a different. So all those maps are displayed, along with uh, some of the notes uh, of the uh, Ratcliffe Commission uh, reports and so on. And then we have uh, uh, the thing that the, the you know the uh, Rahmat Ali Khan, who was this uh, Cambridge, uh, Cambridge undergraduate and who was the man who invented the word Pakistan. And his map of partition in which India is partitioned into 15 different stands of one kind or another. Uh, and it's sort of, you know, he, uh, he, he unfortunately had a sad life because nobody wanted to know him after Pakistan was set up. <laughs> But so we, we have those maps and those books. And then I think one of the more uh, remarkable things uh, is, and this is shown in your, uh, 
and you're saying, I should just say, first of all, the thing at the left is the entry to the town hall, Amritsar, a beautiful colonial red brick building. The one on the right hand side are the opening uh, galleries visible from the outside. At the bottom here uh, is a, it's a slightly difficult to see, but it is a huge sort of uh, sewing uh, saw, uh, basically symbolic of the division of Punjab. It just, just that, that's, that's what it is. And this thing here, this sort of uh, coat, is a fulkari. Uh, quote. And it's a very lovely story of uh, this, uh, this uh, man and woman who uh, were engaged to each other on the, in Western Punjab uh, before the partition and their families had to move uh, in, in the, the partition. And they met up uh, in the refugee camp uh, in Kurukshetra. The Kurukshetra refugee camp had more than three lakh people. Uh, so it was a huge, huge camp. Uh, and they met up in the queue for the food. And they realized who each other was, and they decided to get married. Uh, and only thing she could give him as a present was this fulkari coat which he had carried with her. And he had a briefcase in which he had carried all his papers, his degrees and all that. And so he gave her the briefcase. And she gave him the full carry, and both are displayed uh, in, the, in the museum because uh, uh, they were given to us. And a lot of families have given, you know, the one thing they carried across. It's very, it's very touching that, for example, one family, uh, who are now quite, quite prosperous, carried only a, uh, a pitcher, a bronze pitcher for water, large bronze pitcher for water. And that's the only thing they were able to carry across the border. They had to leave everything else behind. Uh, we have another thing in which uh, this family gave us a, uh, a watch, a very uh, sort of watch which you would sort of hang on your thing and put in your pocket. And it turned out that this man had that watch. He did not follow his family across. He stayed on and he was killed. And he was only recognized because one of the neighbors said, ah, this is so-and-so because there is this watch he has. And so the watch was restored to the family. Uh, and the family said, this is the only memory we have of our uh, grandfather, and we give it to you because you're setting up a partition. That's a remarkably generous people giving, uh, giving uh, sort of objects and and clothes and memories and so on. So the museum contains a collection of those things, uh, which, which, is, which is quite, quite a unique uh, thing. One of the things is that the refugees had to have uh, a little uh, sort of uh, identifying documents, you know, identity cards. And we have some of the people's refugee uh, identity cards. Then there are people who had to apply for land they could have. They said, I have so much land in such and such district in West Punjab. Can you please give me equivalent in East Punjab or, or in Delhi? And so those things were there. So there's quite a lot of details about what, what people did 
in in face of this rather traumatic uh, traumatic event. And of course, there are recordings. We're going on recording uh, the memories of people who will volunteer, and you know, sort of more than a thousand have been collected, maybe more than two thousand, and we're going on collecting both here and in India, and we're trying to set up somebody in America to go and record uh, people's memories. Because the most important thing, and the reason which inspired Kishwar to do this, was the fact that her parents are both from Lahore. Uh, they, they, they both left Lahore independently and got, uh, uh, got married in, in Delhi. My father-in-law took an uh, exam for Imperial Police Service in Lahore and he ended up joining the Indian Police Service in Delhi. Uh, and this was sort of such a short. And uh, at the India International Center in Delhi, there used to be a Lahore club. So a lot of old men sitting around there and just talking about Lahore all the time. So uh, she realized that her parents' friends were dying off. And the memory of that whole life was going. So she started something. Uh, in August 2015, we had a meeting in IIC uh, to, to do something about uh, this, uh, uh, this museum. And we, she had thought about 300 people would turn up, and 1,500 people turned up, most of them very young. So then it started. The entire museum has been financed by private donations. And that's the hardest work she had to do. Uh, you know, people do give money, but you have to. They don't give money until somebody else has given money. So you're in kind of a cash 22 situation. But so far, there is no public money. There is just a, the public contribution is a building uh, from Punjab government. And uh, so uh, this is, uh, I don't know what more can I say. Maybe I should stop here and ask uh, if we have time. So I question. think we'll take questions at the end. At the end together. How many minutes have I got left? Um, Come, come in. No, I mean basically, uh, um, there, there, there are the address is given there, Kishore's uh, uh, email address and all that, and there is also the, the website of the museum. Uh, do uh, do go to the website, but do actually go to Amritsar itself, because the location of the town hall is so near the Golden Temple. I mean, you know, despite being an atheist, I've been to Golden Temple five times because every time we had anybody distinguished visiting the museum, they wanted to go to Golden Temple, so I had to go with them uh, because you know, that's part of the volunteer's job. But it's the, the Golden Temple area has been beautifully redeveloped in one of the most, one of the finest developments there is. And then you have uh, the town hall. So do go, it's free. Uh, there's nothing to pay, and we're getting about 500 to 700 people every day, so you will go and enjoy it. Thank you very much.